I've noticed there's been some confusion on occasion with artists asking, is distribution the same as music licensing? So today I really wanted to just talk about the differences, the key differences between music distribution in the traditional uh, means with the, the record business and music licensing. What are those differences and uh, why you should be aware of them? Let's dive in. Welcome to the License Your Music podcast, where I'm here to give you all the tools you need to license your music for film, TV, ads, trailers, video games, and more, so that you can earn good income doing what you love. I'm Jody Friedman, your host. Thanks so much for joining me today, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or watching with me here on YouTube. If you haven't been by our website at licenseyourmusic.com, make sure you come by, opt in, get on our list, grab the free download available on the website right now. It's how to get your music heard by music supervisors. That's gonna be switching pretty soon. So by now, when you're listening to this, it could be something else. Uh, but we always have free stuff going on at the website and on our list. We take good care of our lists by providing you with free content, free advice. Um, and you never have to buy anything, which I think, you know, is, is just, why not do it? I, I would have done it if I had an option when I was starting out. So licenseyourmusic.com. And uh, we're also on Facebook and Twitter and all that. You can come and find us. Music licensing versus music distribution. Let's talk about music distribution first. What is distribution? Distribution in the traditional sense when it comes to the music business is how the industry makes recorded music available to the masses, to its customers, for sale or download. So it used to be cassette tapes and, and vinyl records and CDs. And I think at one time you could buy it on minidisc, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, nowadays it's MP3s and downloads through Spotify. Um, even di a distribution today is also streaming. When you stream music, it's been distributed to all the DSPs, which stands for Digital Service Providers. Digital ser Service Providers are companies like Apple Music, Amazon Music, Tidal, um, Spotify, and people who distribute music to customers, to consumers. And that is distributed through these platforms by the record labels. The record labels control that recorded music. They control the copyrights to the sound recording, and they distribute it to the masses with the hopes that you will stream it, buy it, become a fan, and they can hopefully make some money and continue having a career as a recording artist through their record label. That's what the artists really want at the end of the day is to be able to make music and make money from it. Music licensing is very different. Music licensing is, at least as that term is, is understood in, in the business, it relates to placing recorded music and compositions and synchronizing those compositions against picture. And that could be a film. It could be a TV show. It could be a video game. It could be a trailer. It could be a podcast, a web series. Um, anytime music is synchronized against a timed medium, that's what that, that definition is of synchronization. You're syncing music to a timed medium. It then needs to be licensed by the rights holders to the person creating that timed medium. And that person's the producer, the production company. And the vehicle through which they license sometimes is someone on their staff or as a contractor hired to music supervise 
for that production company. So music licensing starts with those two copyrights. And I've spoken about this before, but if you're just tuning in, you haven't heard an episode before, uh, I'm going to talk again about, I'm going to talk about copyright and where that music licensing business, uh, which I work in, my, my main career is music licensing. And it's the world I've lived in for the past 16 years. And uh, it's a, a wonderful place. It's a great place to make a living. It's a great place to create music, doing what you love. And uh, it's just a, a great business that I'm so happy I found. And it's why I started License Your Music, to share with you my knowledge so that you can start licensing your music to film, TV, ads, trailers, video games. Um, okay, so it starts with the copyright. The copyright is the sound recording, that piece of music that you've recorded onto a tangible fixed thing. Uh, I say tangible lightly because nowadays it's MP3s, but it still comes through a microphone and gets recorded into a computer. And it is a recording that exists that you could, in theory, print to a CD. And it's it's a sound recording. That's a copyright that you then have to license. People have to come to you to license that because you created it and it's your copyright. They also have to come to you and license the song if you wrote the song. Because that's not always the case. Sometimes you're going to record songs that you didn't write. You're going to record cover songs from other people. So sometimes you don't control both copyrights. You only control one. If you record a cover song, if I cover a Beatles, a bunch of Beatles songs, let's say I cover 10 Beatles songs, I own the masters. Those are my masters. That's my copyright to those masters. The Beatles or their publisher, Sony ATV, owns usually owns the publishing on those songs. So if someone wants to license that for a project, they've got to clear the publishing and they've got to clear the master. And that's, that's when those, that um, process occurs of the production company or the producer licensing the composition and licensing the song from the rights holders. So it's very different from distribution in the traditional sense. It used to be that artists could distribute their music for sale and sell half a million copies, which means they went gold, or a million copies, which means they, met, they went platinum. And they could have a career doing that and have success. And that would be their sole form of income from CD sales and merchandise when they're touring. They sell merchandise. That's how a lot of touring artists sustain their career. It's not always from the sales of, of the content, but a lot of it is the merchandise, selling merchandise. And you've got to remember that there's so many people at that point, at that stage, when an artist has reached the point where they're touring, either supporting a main act or they're the main act themselves. There's so many people with their hands in the bucket at that point uh, that need to get paid because they've, they support the artists to get there, like their manager, um, their record label, their publisher maybe. Each band member needs to get paid. Uh, the people on tour with them, you know, the record label has to get paid because they're usually financing the tour. And that's the most expensive part is putting that all together paying the staff, you know, think about it down to a granular level. The person who sets the lights up on stage, they've got to get paid. Well, who pays them? I'm assuming, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm assuming it's the record label or the venue. If it's the venue, then the record label's paying the venue. So, or they're, they're getting paid from sales, a percentage of sales. I bet that's what it is. This is not my, uh, my main jam is not the traditional record business. Working for a label is something that I've never done. I've had record labels myself, but I exploit them. It's not about touring artists for me. It's about exploiting it 
and distributing it through music licensing for to other um, businesses, business to business, right? Less as opposed to business to consumer. It's business to business because my business clients are music supervisors and production companies. Consumers buy songs and I sell songs on those DSPs and they do sell, but it's very, very nominal. It's very, very little in terms of sale, sales relative to music licensing and the income that brings in. And something that um, I saw on Shark Tank once with Mark Cuban, he said, uh, you've got to follow the green, don't follow the dream. And, um, you know, there's something to be said for that. I, I, I take it with a grain of salt, but it definitely stood out to me. This was years ago, one of the first seasons I was watching. And I've also heard someone say, you want to be focusing on who's calling you, who's emailing you. That's where your energy energy should be put. If you're receiving emails and calls from music supervisors, music supervisors, and you're focused on selling to your customers, and these music supervisors are coming to you saying, "Hello, hello, we want to license your music." You're not really fo- you're like aware of it, and you're happy to do it, but you're still focused on touring and doing all that. You might want to consider turning your attention towards the supervisors, building up that career and that income in licensing. And once that's built up and you have that stability, then you can start again going back to touring. A lot of artists come my way that are so focused on touring and they're not making any money from it. And when I do a console and I ask them, well, how is that for you? How's it going? Are you making money? They kind of chuckle and say, well, no. I'll say, well, have you considered music licensing and really focusing on it? Because it's more, it's more attainable. It's accessible. There's so much content being made today. So much content especially with COVID and everyone being home. There's more content being made today than ever before. So there is a, there's room, there's room for everybody in music licensing. If your music's of quality and ready to be licensed in what we call broadcast quality, and that just means it doesn't have to be a radio hit song, but it has to be of quality, it has to be well-produced. Nothing can be over-modulated. The vocals can't be pitchy. It has to be of quality. So. If you live in that world and you've been distributing your music to consumers for a long time and you've been gigging and gigging and gigging and it's a struggle, and I remember doing that myself, it is a struggle. It's a grind. You grind by hauling your gear down to the to the venue, you set it up, you play and it's a blast. You love playing that show and then you haul it home. At the end of the day, you get paid maybe 25 bucks after you share with your band members. If that's you, if that sounds like you, maybe you want to consider music licensing if you haven't already. If you're here because you saw the name of the podcast and you just want to learn more about it, I encourage you to come by our website, licenseyourmusic.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at License Your Music and just uh, get involved. Get involved with our community. Consider signing up for one of our courses on our, our website. We do multiple courses around music licensing and we give away free content on our YouTube like this. Uh, every week or every other week we're here doing that so thank you for spending some time with me today i so appreciate it you guys hang in there keep just plugging away making great music and stay cool peace